Silence so, is for uh, the opening. <laughs> I believe that should set the tone. Like the first opening is just like silence. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what? It, it's a perfect recreation of what happened after that fucking movie ended. <laughs> <laughs> we just kind of sat there, shell shocked, traumatized, right? Looking at each other like, was that was that a movie? <laughs> It it was oh she dropped yeah. um yeah no I uh, I I appreciate Disney a little bit more now <laughs> yeah you can Pam. definitely tell that this is like a non nineties movie when you watch oh, it oh goodness yes you can definitely tell you can it, it's a movie. Oh, I, I wasn't sure if I warned you guys about that. If I was like, it's definitely like a '90s like underground film. Because literally at the start, wait, wait, film. wait, wait, Sam. Okay, Sam. Okay. The term "underground" implies that it's a hidden gem that a lot of people haven't had a chance to watch and enjoy. See, that's the thing. You can't even knock Pam for saying that because I looked up the reviews and like five different people were like, "This is a hidden gem." See, so... and the thing is, it's it's definitely, like, I, it's a very nostalgic movie for me, but I think it's also a movie you have to grow up with. No. Yes. Y- you know what? No. Fuck nostalgia. <laughs> Fuck nostalgia. I, I will throw Pam a bone and say, there is some trash that I like over nostalgia. Mm-hmm. But holy fuck, you need nostalgia. <laughs> I hate the term nostalgia. Nostalgia gross, gross, eagles. I fuck. It's it's too early in the Saturday for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure. Like this movie, like I said, it, like I don't know if I said this when we were talking about doing it. If it was like, it's gonna be a movie you either really like it or you really hate it. There is no. It's kind of okay. Well, it. Uh, you know, what? it's just yes, I, I I have I I'm trying to put words in my mouth right now because I'm like I get where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's like no. when you look at it from a movie lens, though, like like it, I, I don't like. <laughs> well, the thing is, back like particularly in the '90s, what they were doing is they were making movies just for kids like this mm-hmm. this had absolutely no appeal to adults whatsoever right mm-hmm. I, I, um i so i feel like this movie is so bad that sam stuttering to create a thought was me thinking my internet has jammed <laughs> see like you gotta think that when this movie came out 1992 yeah that's the reason i'm not like being a complete asshole about and, okay you but... compare it you also have to compare it to something like land before time the fuck kind of nostalgia shit do you watch? See, I can't remember Land Before Time. <laughs> the I, fuck is Land Before it, it was, Time? I was like about two feet tall when I watched that, and I haven't seen it since. Well, see, so and that's no exactly. I, it. I have no idea how it stacks up. I think I, I, watched, I literally don't. I watched Land Before Time like three months ago, just because I, it was I like mm-hmm. popped up on my Netflix, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna watch it. And then but I, like, here's sat the there thing, like, though. You know what? Es- you know what else came out in 1992? Hmm. The original Aladdin movie came yes. out in 1992. But, hey, here's the difference. Difference. Disney versus Fox. I I guess. I was I'm just like I'm shocked right <laughs> the, the disparity in in just But the, can you think of like yeah. also Fox also released like Pebbles the Penguin and did Fox do Anastasia too? But Anastasia is super underrated. Anastasia is a good movie. Either. Yeah, that was, that Anastasia was a good underrated. one. I would have preferred yeah. us even watching that over this. But, but I think Anastasia was... uh, came out in 90... I remember when Anastasia came out. I think it came out in the later 90s. Yeah, Anastasia is like also more adult. It's also more adult-themed. Than... Whereas this is, like, solely directed yeah, at Yeah, like, uh, people, Anastasia, is a, it's a very dark story. Yeah, whereas this, this is, is de- yeah. directed at, like, I would say the age range of 5 to 9. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Remember, was it last week or whichever week it was, wh- when you said you saw a video of a kid eating ice cream with mm-hmm. with his bare hands? Mm-hmm. That's a kid who watched this movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the people who made this movie. Oh my god! 
Okay, also, oh. here's the thing. You must remember, I am older than you guys, and I grew up with an older sister. So I have uh, a, a much wait, different lens okay. on this than you guys. Ooh, okay, you're not fucking One problem. year. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Fuck that shit. I grew up... I'm an, I'm, from, I'm African, okay? I grew up with five or 20 different cousins in my house at any single moment. And if any of my cousins ever showed me a movie like this, we fighting. We ain't friends no more. Yes, but... Well, okay, here's but, the thing, though. Even with me, I had a little sister growing up. And yeah. part of the package with having a little sister is that because she's younger, whenever she needs the TV, your parents let her hijack it, right? Oh, so see, I, I end up watching things like... I end up watching things like... Uh, the like fairy topia or like all of those weird like fairy stories or cinderella stories or what or even some barbies sometimes but again those still had i'm gonna be honest like i didn't enjoy those but at least there was like there were there were plots that were kind of decent to fall like i don't even know how to See? It's like because this is like the pa- the story, the pacing that I I we were take. It was like we were on a roller coaster the entire time. Yeah, but like it wasn't the the roller coaster wasn't going anywhere. Um, like it's, it, it was it was a thing. <laughs> what was I gonna say? I was gonna say like when I was exposed to this movie, my sister and I are seven years apart. So my sister came out with this movie. This movie came out when my sister was six. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I probably saw it for the first time when i would i would say four or five and it was it was what <laughs> it was what pamela you have to I come back and defend herself <laughs> not even back yet it's, i think oh, she was gonna say it was up. good how do but how do, how do you make a punt to walk into the main part of this movie i i don't know you don't yeah pam make a punt mm. for fungali what make a punt for fungali Fern Gully, the last movie we're reviewing. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast is cancelled. What done? Oh my god. See, I wasn't like honestly, I recommended this movie. I enjoyed this movie for nostalgia purposes, but I was like, it's it's gonna be either you guys like it or you guys hate it. Like there's not gonna be an in-between ground on this one. Uh, Translation. We were gonna hate it. We were gonna hate I it. mean, this movie sprayed X's on itself, so I guess there was, <laughs> there was that too. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? Let's I'm start the show. Yeah. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. Welcome to the Northern Critic Podcast. I'm your co-host, Sam Shinobi. Uchi, what's the point, Simwaka? <laughs> Michael Vakshinov. And Pam Hinchark. And this episode of the Northern Critic Podcast will be an episode that centers on the values of the environment and how all the poisonous, noxious gas that we're releasing from our cars Loki wants to have sex with us. Um, so <laughs> all the toxic love, <laughs> and and thinks that all of our women have bodacious bodies, and and thinks that all the other Sam stuff looks like egg chow mein. I, I <laughs> as you can tell for those people listening, this movie has broken me literally. I cannot. This is ah. He's referencing I, the best part of the movie too. Uh, That's the best part of the movie. The villain <laughs> is the best part of this movie. The villain God song is the one part where I was legitimately enjoying myself. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but the point is, we enjoyed it because it was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it was so stupid, but it was entertaining. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, "Toxic Love" is probably my favorite songs out of this whole oh movie because it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> Also, low-key how the one way to stop him was to turn the keys off. And I was like, you're a magical spirit, but the only way to stop you is just to turn off the machine. Have, have you tried turning it back off and back on again? Oh, my God. I just... just this. Okay, now that you mentioned it, I have never actually made that conclusion before. 
That what? That they, that they stopped him by turning the keys off. Yes, that's literally <laughs> what happened. <laughs> they stopped him by turning the keys. I have seen this movie so many times and never drawn that conclusion. Wow. Wait, wait, what? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I yeah no um the Northern Critic podcast is a film review podcast that looks at audience or host. Um, in this case, very much host. One host. No, no, no. One host. So working off nostalgia, 90s nostalgia of my childhood. Jesus. Uh, we review movies based off of um, their uh, casting, story, writing, style, cinematography, all of that crap. How, um, wait, so I'm sorry, I said, how do you keep forgetting your own intro? You said this many times. Well, Even no, I, I just know, don't want to plot, <laughs> cinematography, and style. <laughs> I just don't. When I keep, I want, I want each episode to have some little bit of you know flexibility in it, but that's fine. Um, as I say that to cover the fact that I actually forgot, but. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Loki, we need to put a script in front of Sam that he just reads every episode. I mean, I yeah. used to have a notebook. I just didn't. I just don't have it anymore. Um, but anyways, uh, on this episode of the Northern Critic Podcast, we will be reviewing the 1992 animated musical fantasy film Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest. Um, Fern Gully isn't the name of the character; it's the name of the forest, I believe. Yeah. Um, it's directed by Bill Corrier and scripted by Jim Cox um, and adapted from the book of the same name by Diana Young. I think I'm um, going to have to read that now. The, Jesus Christ. Uh, the, <laughs> the Didn't film, even know it was based on the book. The film is an Australian-American venture into uh, Croyer films, I guess. like So Croyer, I think, is Australian or whatever. And they made it in partnership with Fox. Um the film features the voices of Jonathan Ward, Samantha Mathis, Tim Curry, Christian Slater, Robin Williams, basically just all white people. How did Robin um, Williams get in this movie? I, I honestly think they just went, hey, we're making a low-budget movie. I feel like you'd have have a lot of fun doing this character because they probably did not give him lines. And we want you to play baddie. And he just kind of came up with lines on the fly. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um, this film has a 63% uh, rating on Rotten Tomatoes. based And on... 16 reviews. Yes, based on 16. 16. <laughs> I was Keep that, that in that. mind. That is a very low sample size and not representative <laughs> of people who have probably seen this movie. Yeah. And I was going to say... All... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's like a key word. Whenever she says, I was going to say, she drops. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, that—that's what it is. It's Pam. Every time you say, "and I was gonna say," you drop. It just happens. Like I, that. I, I i don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I but also you guys. I'm losing you guys when I'm trying to record. Like you guys will just mute out. Yeah, and that's when like you I'm drop. still connected, and it's mm -hmm. still, but it's still connected. Um, but I was saying, like sometimes we have to say all the high seas to find movies, and you guys couldn't even find this one. So that just like uh, says I mean, we could, how it's, but. It, but, I was having tech problems. Yeah, yeah, it's like this is one of those movies that it's it's buried in the VHS in the back of your parents' house. Mm, yeah. Right on my parents um, house. Because nobody else? had the effort or made the effort to digitize it. I actually think I have it on DVD. Hmm. Somewhere. Wow. I, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, hmm. It apparently says uh, Janet Maslin of the New York Times had an unfavorable impression of the film. Describing it as an uncertain blend of sanctimonious principles and Saturday morning ca cartoon aesthetics. Um, isn't that every Disney movie, honestly? It is. So, like, they, again, criticism without... <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, well, you know generally, Metacritic has yeah. generally favorable reviews. And I like, actually okay. have a fucking problem with that New York Times lady. Like, <laughs> you do not want your media to have a principle or a stand or a message. Oh my goodness! Like, wait, 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 like, wait! Before not... we, before we continue ripping our part, is that the little blurb on Rotten Tomatoes, or did you go to the full review? I went to the full review. That's God literally damn it, New she, York Times lady! Said. I thought, I thought there that's was what more. She said. I was about nope. to defend you, but nope. no, you give she us. She says a shit. it's an uncertain blend of sanctimonious principles and Saturday morning cartoon aesthetics, and I'm just like, 
So it has principles and it's a cartoon. That's why it's bad. No, it has yeah. sh- it has it, shit it's principles. It's not bad because of that. <laughs> it, no, 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 no. I mean, from her, like from the way she's describing it. She probably don't want to lose her job. I don't know. Can we... <laughs> she probably doesn't want to lose her job. I fucking don't know. Can we go into our initial thoughts? Yes. Yes. I, before we go into this, I want to remind the audience listening in right now that there is a part two of this film called The Magical Rescue. What? Okay, I didn't there even know is. that. Oh, God damn it. Uh, though none of the original voice cast reprised their roles. <laughs> That's... That's not surprising. No. <laughs> I was going to say, but it's it was like the 90s when even like there was Pocahontas 2 and like they were straight to VHS releases, yes, right? Yes, but guess what? And it was like, that's what you got to think of when you see this movie. It was the early 90s and it's a ni- it's solely a 90s nostalgia mm-hmm. movie and it will not stack up against something like Land Before Time or Anastasia. Okay, like, also, and it's not a Disney movie. Also, um, there is a karen on here just for random people reviews who says the baddie rap was one of the reasons why she got into rap as a child <laughs> and it's and it's one of the most it's one of the next to what she said next next to fresh prince is the second rap that she memorized front to back as a kid and i'm like huh oh god no you know what huh. i'm sure if my oh. sister and i could probably know i probably know the baddie rap from front to back. I mean, I also know the French Prince rap from front to back. Because but... keep in mind, when we first started watching this movie, the first comment Uchi made was, is this cultural appropriation? Mm. <laughs> that was like... And I laughed so hard when he said that. But yeah, I don't know. I guess initial thoughts. Who wants to go first? Who wants to go first? Jesus Christ. <clears throat> oh, this movie was a... Uh, what... It's like somebody took a Disney movie and chopped it up, and they had like all the component pieces that were. They had all the parts, but they didn't mm-hmm. know how to assemble them properly, right? Mm-hmm. There is all these sort of. If you like watched about 30 seconds of this movie and then stopped, and then watched another 30 seconds, you'd be like, okay, I kind of understand what part of this movie this is from, but it didn't string them together properly at all, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was this movie's biggest problem is. Because the bar is really low with kids' cartoons. Mm-hmm. Especially 90s kids' cartoons. Especially 90s kids' cartoons. But it, it felt like they didn't even make uh, even a little bit of effort to have I like, a, I feel a, like, a cohesive story. I feel story. like we can't say that, though. Because the 90s kids' cartoons were the revolution of kids' cartoons. Like, that's where you had Aladdin, The Lion King. The, yeah. Like, those are fantastic and, and that's exactly it is the problem wasn't the fact that it's a kids cartoon the problem was the fact that the story wasn't cohesive mm-hmm. right it's mm-hmm. there is a lot of stuff that could have been cut from this movie and it wouldn't have changed the plot mm-hmm. and there was a lot of stuff that could have been added to make the movie substantially better but it just it, it was it, it wasn't refined in any sense right like i can't even I, I was zoning out watching this movie so much that I can't really give concrete examples at this point. But it it felt like they made this movie in like two months. It really did. Yeah. It, it, it maybe even like, less. It, it was somebody going, "Okay, here's the plot points we're going to use. Let's string them together on a whiteboard, or whatever, on a pinboard, and that's what the scenes are going to be." And they just got to animating and recording and kind of ad libbed their way through it. There wasn't really mm-hmm. much. There was no revision. There was no going, okay, does this make sense? And rearranging and rejigging stuff and cutting the fat off. It was just, ugh, yeah, that, that's all I got. There wasn't much going on. And without the nostalgia factor, it I was just like, what? You know what? <laughs> I'm going to say this. Nostalgia is one hell of a fucking drug. Oh, yeah. It is. Because, my God, this movie... Watching this movie, I think the best way I can describe this, this movie is if you ask someone to write a fan fiction of a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. They, oh my god, yes. Actually, they, yes. That's There we go. Gucci wins. <laughs> they know what emotional points are supposed to happen, but there's no way to make the points connect in a satisfying way to make you care. Literally, there's this, that one part of the movie. I'll use this as an example to say why this movie... <sighs> is so broken 
is when he had 15 minutes to go in the movie and Sam said, the older fairy is about to die. (laughs) (laughs) And I looked and I was like, there's only 15 minutes left. There's no way I knew it was coming. (laughs) I was like, there's no way she can die for the main character to have her emotional moment and then rise up to defeat the villain in 15 minutes and they still attempted it and I was like, no. <laughs> no. I, I told you, I like the way it was going, I was like, yeah, definitely gonna die. It's not, <laughs> it's the classic formula done without, with no remorse for structure behind no the formula. For structure. Yeah. No remorse for why the death is important. And the way she died, she just turned into a blue light and she I was turned like, into, yeah, she turned into like powder. Yeah. And, and like, the end. I was so confused. I was like, so did she die? Did she become a magical spirit? I I don't know what the fuck's going on. But she's already she's already a magical spirit. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why are the fairies, why are the humans gone. Oh I don't God. know. What who's baddie? Baddie shows up and suddenly the best friends. And you know what? Two more things I want to rant about before I finish my initial thoughts. First, <laughs> this movie is an hour and fifteen with credits. Mm-hmm. That is both a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing. There's not enough time for the emotional moments and character development to happen. Mm-hmm. Good thing. I only had to spend an hour and 15 minutes watching this movie. I'm going to oh. disagree with you there, Uchi. We could have had time to make the emotional moments work if we cut out the unnecessary stuff. We could have. This movie did not need to be an hour and 15 minutes. It could yeah. have been a 30-minute like Cartoon. episode of a TV show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Listen, it could have been like that once-a-year played-on-teletoon TV special. Because yes. I'm like, even so many things are unnecessary. There's so, <laughs> so much so many. wrong with this movie. Also, why was why was her father was a character? I didn't even that know why her father was a character. And wait, one of uh, okay. my last two points. Another thing I didn't like, I fucking hate the design of the fairies. They were terrifying. Yeah. They yeah. scared me. What the Uncanny fuck? Uncanny Valley. Yes. And just so, they were, I, yeah. just so like I don't spend the whole time shitting on this movie. I did like the villain. The villain was great. But he's only the in the movie for like five minutes. I know. What yeah, the- that we didn't have enough of the villain. We didn't And the villain was the best part of it, too. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Even okay. So for people listening in, I'm gonna go. How this movie sets up the premise is that the villain is trapped in this magical tree somewhere in the forest. Um, he's been trapped in there for a long time, and you know they're like, they're teaching the new protagonist, uh, Krista, I believe was her name. Mm-hmm how like how to use magic to do things that's how it starts um now the dumbest way that this villain got released from a tree was that you had um what's the what's the official name for those guys lumber they're not lumberjacks but lumbermen i guess lumberjacks yeah come they're they're cutting through the forest and this dude is spray uh, spray painting and uh spray painting x's on the trees that they need to cut down, right? All of a sudden, um, a fairy, who is Krista, by the way, shows up, distracts him, and this dumbass thinks that... Let's even assume he thought she was a bug. This dumbass assumed that spray paint would kill the bug um, and ended up spraying a nice X on the tree that the villain was trapped in. The big conveniently, tree. Conveniently. <laughs> And then he just walks away. And then they cut the tree, and then the villain comes out and then has his musical number. And I'm... <laughs> that already set the stage for the movie for me. Where I was like, okay, this movie has decided not to take itself seriously. <laughs> Which is fine, because some movies don't take themselves seriously, and they still do well, like Fast and Furious. But this movie did that. But then try to ground it in seriousness by the end of it when all the fairies realize humans are cutting down trees. And then now no one wants to be friends with the human boy anymore. And I'm just like, okay, so now now we're serious about him being I essentially this movie fucking confused me. That was that was that's my point, the point I'm trying to make. Um it wasn't serious, but it was serious, but it wasn't serious, but it was serious. 
Um, and I feel like thematically that's where it struggled because I feel like it felt like it had like 15 writers who just did like this writer do this one scene, this writer do this other one scene, and then we'll just like bring it all together in the studio and that's it. That's a movie, which doesn't always work. Um, yeah, no. So there was that too. Um, villain was great. The side characters were very, very not necessary. I feel like the less characters in this movie we had, the I won't say the better it would have been, but at least the more the more palatable it would have been. Um, there were too many too there was too much going on. She had a dad, she had a teacher, she had a best friend who was jealous of the human. There was a love there was a triangle? there was a yeah there was a love That's triangle somehow. involved. It was there like was a weird rounded triangle that wasn't actually pointy or potent or anything. Right? Yeah. Um, they tried to slide in some adult innuendos in there, being him calling her a bodacious babe or something like that. I, I, <sighs> that was a lot in the nineties, though. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but then it was, it was still just very. I don't know, man. Because uh, I'm even thinking back to like I know we say that's the '90s, but then, dude, I you, you can't you can't have it's kind of like what you guys did with Old Guard, where like we're comparing. I mean, we shouldn't, but we did still compare it to like fight scenes in John Wick. It's like the same thing where yeah. like you realize again, Aladdin, Lion King, goofy movie, um, uh, the that that old Cinderella, the very first Cinderella one that actually happened to be pretty good. All of those uh, movies, be sure. Beauty and the Beast, exactly. All of those movies, they were Disney, granted, but they were the standard at the time. They were. Right? And this isn't, let's not forget, this isn't just any small company. This isn't an independent studio working on Ferngully. This is Fox. They were not a small company back then. But also, I'm looking at it because it's an Australian company teamed up with Fox. Well, fuck up, Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, Sam, this is going to be a really random question. Mm-hmm. But is your PS4 yes. on right now? Yes, it is. We can hear now, it. I can hear that bitch running. It's like so loud. <laughs> like, it sounds like near a, me. It sounds like, like a on the other about, side. Turn it off. It sounds like a jet about to take off. It's at the other side of the But room. we can What's hear happening? it. We can it's hear it. Sam's PS4. Oh god. Oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, Let's go play it. No, just <laughs> like your rants over. Pam can give her initial thoughts. Why yeah, all right. Okay, all right. Okay. Down. Pam, go. Yeah. Okay, so before I drop again, because you guys are muting and my thing's dropping, who the fuck knows what's going on with Discord? Okay, <laughs> um, so I, I don't know if my point came through that I said, like, when Stan was like, oh, it's Fox. The thing is, it's an Australian company and Fox. So I'm kind of wondering if the company was like, hey, we want to make this movie, but we want to release it in America. Can we put your title on it? You know what I mean? It was probably a publisher thing. You're right. Yeah. Um, Anyways, this movie is solely a nostalgia thing for me. Um, Watching it now through more of a critical eye, it has its problems. Um, The pacing is really weird. Um, The character artwork, not that great. I mean, I liked the villain, but we all have to admit one thing that the 90s did was they created great villains and gave them great musical numbers. Um, I mean, when you compare this to other 90, non-Disney 90s movies like Land Before Time or Anastasia, it does not stack up. Um, but overall, I enjoyed this movie, again, solely a nostalgia thing. Um, I think that there could have been a lot of pieces cut out, like the whole romantic scene between Zach and Krista running on the water and the water lighting up. Um, But like now watching it as an adult, I didn't even realize that it was based in Australia until like later on in adulthood. Obviously not last night, but I knew it a couple times ago because, I mean, you have the cassowaries, you have the little weird flying squirrels and... um, platypus and the kangaroo um yeah i i I enjoyed the music out of this i think it was the music was very enjoyable um and i'm sorry bat batty is my favorite character and i think it's solely because he's voiced by robin williams um but yeah other than that 
it ba- other if I if I did not grow up with this movie and this was my first time watching it yesterday, I probably would not enjoy it as much as I do. Hmm. But that's that's my guilty take pleasure. on it. It solely is a guilty pleasure. Like, but I think that's with a lot of those bad '90s cartoon movies. And like I said before, honestly. It could be one of those 30 or 45 minute TV specials that aired on Teletoon once a year growing up. Yeah, it, it really should have been, honestly. Yeah, it, but it, like, I, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go on, go on. I was going to say, like I said, it was probably an Australian company that was like, we just need a publisher to get. Oh. Nope. Oh, she dropped. Nope. Yes, okay, <laughs> opinion. Well, she's um, not the Australian company. They haven't made a movie since 1994. Yeah. Also, I was going to say with that, too, that the like, yes, they were an independent Australian company, but they had the backing of like Fox is still Disney isn't going to back up like a company that makes a crappy like you. I don't know if you know what I mean. If you're at at a certain level uh, as a studio, it's like I don't uh, I think that's different though because Disney is they they create and publish their own stuff and whereas, they don't do other people's stuff whereas okay, Fox that's, that's true. does well, get behind like, other companies. And what I want to say also is like really in the 90, 80s and 90s Australian companies and movies were not really big into the market. I mean, what other Aussie movies had we had really before this in the US other than the first Mad Max, which again was a super underground Aussie movie that they got the actors got paid in beer. Yeah. But then, but Mad Max is a gem. <laughs> but then here's the thing, though, right? Because I know we talk about, you know, um, how a certain I, I don't know I don't know what the word is to use here because it's like with this kind of studio, like Uchi has said, this studio hasn't produced anything since 1944, right? 1994. Um, 1944. 1944. I've, <laughs> since 1944. Uh, 1994. Sorry, Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> this movie doesn't count as having been produced. This yeah. movie doesn't exist. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Uh, yeah. Um, but then I'm also like, I'm pretty sure, obviously, 100%, there's like, there were some Australian Westerns at the time that were really good that weren't published maybe as much in the States or in mm-hmm. North America. Um, but Again, that doesn't still like. I feel like that's that's always something people say. Was like, oh, it's a small company, so we can excuse them for making. Oh no, I'm not saying it's because this. it's a small company. I'm saying oh, it's okay. because it's like an international company. Like, <coughs> sorry, <coughs> like isn't like you know how we have Nollywood? Oh my god, I'm. <laughs> well, she's dead apparently. I don't know what's happening. Like, how did she start coughing? And then, she like, might have. Oh, she's she dead. might have choked. She might have choked on her coffee. <laughs> uh, Okay, like, sorry, I was saying, like, you know how we have Nollywood and Bollywood and all that? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I feel like this may have been, like, a small Australian company like that that was well, trying, but, trying But the really thing hard. is, with Hollywood and Nollywood, though, they're already big enough industries that yeah. they don't really need Whereas... Americans to, want, like, to make them money. Like, no, like no, no, int- I, I yeah. But Whereas, like what I'm saying is, yeah. but their films are still more popular in their own countries than they are over here, right? right? So, like, this movie might have been crazy popular in Australia, right? Well, yeah, because that's, like, I guess that's yeah. where... That's, so they're I think gonna, that's They're going to use that as a selling point. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's more of the point that I'm getting at, is this company was like, hey, maybe we can try and move out of the Aussie market into America and just... Yeah, they failed well. miserably yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. if you're going to try something like that, you need to have a better product. Yeah. So... Mm. so anyways that's the my final on it yeah no that's 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 crazy that is crazy because uh i like you know what can i go to rant for a second sure go (laughs) this this thing that people always say every once in a while where they're like hey it's okay this movie is aimed at kids don't think about it too hard right no, fuck that, right? We want to produce good movies. No one ever sets out to make a mediocre or bad product, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Have you ever handed in a paper going, eh, that's good enough? 
Hey, bro. That's Same <laughs> concept. That, that is what this movie is, Uchi. Wait a minute. So you're telling me this movie is written by a semi-hangover 22-year college student at 4 a.m. being like, hey, fuck, bro. No, I would I not be enough. surprised if this yeah. was a film student's project and they were just like, fuck it, this is good enough. It'll get me a B-. minus. Hey, Sam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When basic comes out, should we give you that pass? Be like, ah, fuck it, good enough. No, but definitely not. No, like if if something's trashy in it, tell me. Like that's well, because that's the thing, right? Like I, which is where I always come in, because I'm like from, um, from the perspective of like a not even from a perspective, but from, from the perspective of someone who enjoys watching movies. I enjoy fucking watching kid movies sometimes, you yeah. know? I've, well, yeah. that's the thing. Even because, new like, ones, I... like Frozen. I love Frozen. I love Big Hero mm-hmm. 6. Um, but the thing is, Wreck again, you, you mentioned those, but then with those, they were, you could tell that whoever wrote those actually sat down and Never reviewed this. Yeah, they probably reviewed those scripts multiple times mm-hmm. before they were like, okay, this is what we're going with, you know? So even like with this with the simple because like the dialogue in this movie in Ferngully was cringy as fuck. Yes, it it did not make sense. Even the the voice acting production was just really off. It was really weird. It was really awkward. Yeah, really awkward. Um, and then you move on to something like I don't know. I'm trying to think about. Oh, let's even let's even put this on Fox. Fox made Anastasia in the '90s as well. Something like Anastasia where. You had a cool villain, a dude who just had his body parts falling off because he was undead, right? And Rasputin. you still have this, yes, Rasputin. And you still have this like weird, uh, th- you still have this weird but still believable chemistry between um, Anastasia and Dimitri. D- uh, Dimitri, yeah, Dimitri. Where it's like you watch and you're like, okay, these are believable as people who genuinely started out as not be- like not liking each other. But then, you know, they, they did a good job of fleshing out the characters. Like, okay. at the end of it, you're like, okay, it makes sense that this happened, that that happened, that they can't be together because obviously she's a duchess, all those type of things. And they're in Russia. Russians don't like that. Makes sense, right? Weird sidebar. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else think Dimitri from Anastasia reminds you a little bit of young Brendan Fraser? I I don't think about that too much. Um, <laughs> I never yeah. watched the movie. Yeah, I never thought about but, that in my life. <laughs> but, but I get what Sam's going for because if I were to quote this movie, no, you can't cut into the tree. Can't you feel its pain? <laughs> Flies off. Uh, chainsaw go burr. <laughs> like that was so awkward. Yeah. Uh, See, yeah. Like I said, honestly, that hurt me. That even Poca- even Pocahontas, which is one of the most offensive Disney cartoons ever, st- at least still had a plot yes. that was believable. It was just very poorly done with respect to respect for the culture of indigenous people. And Pocahontas. Right? Exactly. So, it, it, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really don't. Like, even look at what they did with Pocahontas when they talk about the, you know, the... The songs of the wind, how the wind tells her where to go. The the mystic lore of like the 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 forest or the woods that are helping her find herself when she sings the colors of the wind song. It made sense. Like they did that very well. And then and that was still the nineties as well. I would imagine, right? So it's yeah. like, yeah. So I'm like, this is what you had, and then you have this you have that looks like like. The the people who made Pocahontas' children made Ferngully. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know I also want to touch on the musical's numbers from this movie. I okay. don't like any of them. I don't remember any of them. The only one that yeah, was they're not, not memorable <laughs> was the villains one. The rest mm-hmm. were just the rest were just my god. The rest were not good, and I remember. It, it, when Betty's rap came up and I just sat there and I looked up like, why? Why do people do this? This is why people get mad when other people start making rap music. Yes. Yes. Precisely. We're not Precisely. even at the SoundCloud tier yet. We're still below that. <laughs> so, 
I was... see. I solely I think this movie, like you're saying, is like it's good enough. Like you said, it could have been something a college good student enough. wrote for his film studies, <laughs> uh-uh, and was like, uh-uh, ah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Pam, Pam, it's good enough. Pam, uh-uh, uh-uh. It's not good enough. Well, no, I'm just saying, like, in the concept of, like, what Michael said, it was, like, have you ever written a paper where you're just like, yes. oh, it's good enough? That's what, I, that's what this movie is kind of like. The person no, making it thought it was good enough. Yes, yeah, the exactly. person making it. Let me, I'm not lie. For me, university people, when it was good enough, it was still good enough to get, like, a B plus. Yeah, yeah. This movie is not even <laughs> B plus-ish. This movie, if I was a, if I was, if this was a paper and I'm a, I'm grading this, I'd be like, nope, nope, nope. Do you, why are you giving me math when I'm doing geography? The fuck? <laughs> there was, uh, the, like, the, the world felt flat. The characters felt flat. Yeah. The musical numbers were just, ridiculous. just, just the, out of place. The way characters jump between interactions was chaotic one minute yeah they don't know each other then the best friends and then now we got a love triangle now we got chad the chad Mary, now carrying <laughs> oh i should also mention there's a sequence in this movie where he's surfing on a leaf and then rock music plays that came yeah. out of nowhere where <laughs> yes, did that come did. from i remember sam being like i'm done i can't watch this movie i was gonna say that, that was something from? that probably could have been completely cut Dude, where, where the fuck did that come from? God damn it! I I could oh uh, yeah no I just can't um and then this he, man called her a bodacious babe. Yeah, he did. Why? He did. Why? That's like I, that's why I was like whoever was writing this like just even. Script writing one hundred and one. There, there was no lead up to. There was, there was. It was just, ca- it was just casually thrown in there. Can I just uh, say something? Uh-huh. That was probably one Aussie dude sitting in the room going, "Look, Aussies are known for surfing. We got to throw it in there somehow." And this is how they did it. In a rainforest. <laughs> okay, you know, here's the thing though, because of how poorly, poorly executed the world building in this movie is, we did not realize. It. It was Australian until the fucking mm-hmm. kangaroo showed up, and I was like, what? "Yeah, the plot, of course." Really? I knew as soon as you saw the cassowaries. No, we did it. Literally, yeah. we did it because it was until the kangaroos, and I was like, "Are kangaroos in the rainforest?" And then Uchi was like, "Oh no, I think they're in it's Australia." In, it's in North North uh, North Coast Australia. Yeah. yeah, and then my dumbass is like, "But Australia is a desert." <laughs> <laughs> Australia has every ecosystem on its pl- yeah, on the planet in it. I, I realize. <laughs> Honestly, cassowaries—they made them look all friendly in this movie. They are—they are terrifying. I mean, when I was in Australia, I was at a sanctuary, and they had the cassowary cage, and I was like, "There's kind of like in a forested area," and I'm walking along it, and it's literally like they have the Jurassic Park fences, and I'm standing there, and next thing you know, I like heard the bushes rustle, and then there's this six foot bird standing in front of me oh that looks like a fucking velociraptor i love See, it the, the, <laughs> i was literally I, just like this thing's in front of me i literally shrieked and jumped about six feet back see the an- the 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 animals in this weren't even they were like if, if this is about the rainforest right saving the rainforest but even then, the animals were very, very minimally used. The ecosystem of this said rainforest yeah. was very minimally used in this film, which are elements that are important to the rainforest. Because guess what? The trees don't make the rainforest, not just the trees. The you, need the, you need the other things in the rainforest that make the rainforest in the first place. But and not not to mention that the movie kind of undercut its whole message, right? With yeah. uh, having the evil spirit as opposed to just like people cutting it down. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, it, it kind of now that we despite the uh, big evil spirit, everything's going to be okay and it's all right. Yeah. Okay. Let's not forget humans were cutting down the forest before, before the spirit yeah. was a thing. Okay. Yeah. So so let's wrap this up. Yeah, I, I have a quick question before we wrap it up because maybe Pam would understand this because I'm still mm-hmm. very fucking confused by this. The old fairy, Mage, Marge, whatever, Maggie, Maggie, right? When she gave Crystal the seed and said, "We can literally grow a forest anywhere. We just start from a seed, right?" Yeah. Okay. 
<laughs> the way I thought they were going to do it is what it was implied that they could literally create the forest anywhere else, right? And they would never mm-hmm. be destroyed. Why was that never really touched upon again? I have no idea. They I feel like that was a plot point. a seed that would capture the evil spirit. Which yeah, defeats the purpose of what she said about the yeah. seed being used to grow a forest anyway. And I'm just like... It was literally a plot device that was never touched on again. Yeah. This whole movie is a plot device that I never wish to touch again. <laughs> because even in the heart of the villain, you could still grow a forest out of it, apparently. Oh. Which is... <laughs> again, Disney ideas... Poorly executed. Yeah. <laughs> Poorly executed. This is Jesus fan fiction done wrong. Oh my god. You know what? I give Disney a lot of shit, but they know what they're doing at least. You know. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing Disney at least because it's competent. Disney. Yeah. Like all of the recent Disney animated films that have come out. The last one that came out was what? Onward. They've all been oh, doing. Oh no, it's Pixar. Is it? Oh no, that's Pixar. Yeah. Sorry, never mind. What was the last Disney Zootopia? You know, no, Zootopia is no, old, stuff old. since then. I don't last know. Disney the, that came the out? The last Disney it? animation that came out. Frozen 2? Oh yeah, well, oh, yeah. Which was still decent as well. It wasn't the best, but it was decent. It so it's like... Fun. It's no fun gully. No. <laughs> no. 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 Uh, I actually watched Onward the other day and was solely disappointed by it. Oh my god. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. It was, it was fine. It yeah. wasn't anything <laughs> special. Oh, I expected God. so much more from Chris Pratt. Same. Uh, well, from everything. <laughs> from everything, I expected yeah. more. Oh, my goodness. See, but at least Onward had a plot. <laughs> yes. At Onward least had it a was... plot with execution oh. and all the character development and stuff made sense. Yeah, exactly. the movie. <laughs> you know oh, what? my God. Wait, do you know what Fungali is? Fungali is season se- seven of Game of Thrones. Season eight. <laughs> season eight. You mean? See, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just trash. Ay, ay, ay. This Except is no we were in denial for the given. first three episodes. Yeah, no, because yeah, because I'm even thinking back like to the animations I've seen, like Onward, Sing, Zootopia, um, the Re- Wrecky Ralph, the last one. Well, and I'm trying to remember what the yeah exactly. I'm like those were all they weren't oh, they weren't they weren't into the Spider Verse, but they were good enough. You know what I mean? So it's like this. even with sorry, what was that? This was not even close to yeah. Because I'm like if you put Fringali next to into this, that's like putting the AP calculus student next to the dude who doesn't even come to school and gets high all the time. <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like and making them write a test like together like you know like it just the disparity is just so much that is just i uh i just i don't know man i don't know this 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 just broke me i can't <laughs> god yeah on that Final note ratings. i guess yeah we're gonna so here on the northern critic podcast we rate and review our films using a coordinate system um we use north for good writing and south for bad writing. Um, in the same manner, we use an east for good cinematography or style or casting, all of the other extra stuff that uh, surrounds a movie. Um, so it's an east if all of those things are good and a west if all of those things are bad. So um, on our scale, a really fantastic movie with good writing and good cinematography and style and casting, just all around great movie would be a northeast. Um, and a really bad movie that just has bad writing, bad cinematography, bad casting that just goes straight southwest and everything else falls in between. Um, and now we've started using uh, actual countries, using the GMT line as the north-south and the equator as east-west. So if we say a country, we're using the grid lines of the GMT and the equator to kind of use that as our north-south, east, and west. Um, yeah, so who wants to go first? Low-hanging fruit time. Amazon Rainforest. Boom. Amazon Rainforest. <laughs> Amazon Rainforest. That, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. I think, uh, like, the, the writing was brutal, um, so maybe it should be even lower, but I, I want this to be thematic. So, but, uh, the character designs are also a problem, right? Normally I don't go after the style or the actors or that very much because I'm 
I'm pretty ambivalent towards it. I am not picky. And the art was kind of brutal. You're not supposed to make your characters creepy. Yeah. And the performances were more than pretty bad. So, yeah. But, uh, I think that was the most jarring thing about it. Like, if the, if the performances had been K, I could have just zoned out. But the fact that all that peripheral stuff was actively bad is what really ruined it for me. I think ah. that's because I, I kind of expect garbage stories in like kid stuff, right? And I can mm-hmm. I can kind of put up with that, but when everything surrounding it is also bad, then right. it really sinks the movie for me. So yeah. See, and there's me being like, I wish I could draw a line that just went all the way around back and it just hit Australia. <laughs> 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 I wish I could do that. Uh, but yeah, I guess the closest to that I could probably get is Chile. Uh, maybe even New Zealand, because I can see New Zealand a little bit. Or is that New Zealand or Japan? That is New Zealand. New Zealand. I'll, New give, Zealand. I'll, I'll give New Zealand East, you know? Yeah, because yeah, okay. yeah, okay. like, let's say the date line at the back will be where we stop. So we're oh, okay. the date line, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, fair. Okay, so I guess I'll just go with the with an Argentina then. Um, Antarctica. Antarctica. Or, 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 I mean, and yeah, or Antarctica. That works no. too. Now that's that's pushing it a bit far. Yeah. I mean, um, this movie was. I mean, I'll give you something. It was more entertaining than Dead Don't Die. Yes. Um. Yeah. That's not a high spot to clear. <laughs> yeah, um, the dead don't die was worse. Yeah. Like we said, the dead don't die is the dumpster fire that we compare all other bad movies to. Who are you um, sure? Fungali is up there now. Fungali is up there now too. I say, yeah. is dead don't die Fungali and what was that fucking movie you made the us great watch? Wall. Yeah, the, the Great Wall. The Great Wall. I think we have yeah. a spectrum now for bad movies. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it was the voice acting was atrocious. I'm gonna be honest. Um, Robin Williams, like rest in peace. I love you. Um, but I'm going to pretend that that rap never existed. Um, <laughs> I, the the premise of it, like honestly, to our listeners listening in, if you want to watch a better version of this movie. Just go watch Princess Mononoke. Honestly, yes. go watch that. In- go watch that instead, because um, that did a really good job as far as environmental stuff uh, and entangled into an animation, uh, you know, type. And it's, it was still made in the '90s as well. So that's also another movie that was made in the '90s that was way better than this one. Early '90s or late '90s? I um, I don't remember. Google I'm not time. Sure. But still managed to pass its message of environmental. Uh, uh, consciousness across while telling a good story. So, Princess it, Mononoke was made in 1997. Yeah. So, it, man, I just, and that was still magical. It still had evil spirits and all those type of things, but it was still sort of grounded in reality where it was like more or less the spirits just being like, okay, humans suck let's try to show them that this is bad. And like they, they crack, kind of crafted it in such a, in a sort of avatar way, which was pretty good. So I, yeah, I honestly, it, it, it could have been done better. Um, yeah. That's, that's Argentina for me. So. All right. I give this movie a fucking Buenos Aires in Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is Trash. I chose Buenos Aires, but I wanted to go way lower. But we all know where Buenos Aires is, so that's fine. Mm-hmm. Sam, what's the name of that little dicky song that came out a couple of years ago? Oh, Earth. Yes, <laughs> Earth song. When like the that. Earth song came out, the first thing I said is, "Wow, I hate this. I want to go do pollution." <laughs> <laughs> when I started watching this movie, I was like, "Wow, I hate this. I want to destroy the environment." This <laughs> movie is trash. The cha- the characters are atrocious. The plot is ham fisted and can has no logical sense to it. The character designs are creepy as fuck. The 
I, I think I know what the message this movie is trying to give me, but it's done in such a confusing way, I'm not even sure if I'm getting the message right. This movie is not worth an hour, 10 minutes of your time. You are just better off staring at paint dry. Because <laughs> then your imagination could feed you something better. Oh yes. my God. This movie, I... This movie, for at one point, I even said I would rather watch The Dead Don't Die than this movie. At some point, you did say that, yeah. Oh, I should also mention, literally, as the movie ended, what my girlfriend sent to me. <laughs> <laughs> because she didn't, I haven't, I didn't even tell her yet, but literally, as the movie ended, when she says, Remember, I love you. Because. <laughs> And like that just she didn't know what was going on. She just said, I love you for I love you sake. But then I felt it even more because I was so sad after that movie. <laughs> I was just like, nope, this is, um, yeah, no, it was, it was not great. Um, and I, I like what Uchi was going to say, like, I was going to add that to what Uchi said earlier too, where I was like, when you said you would rather watch the dead don't die. Me watching it was just more like, uh, uh, oh my god, why am I? I'm losing. Okay, Pam, you go. I'm losing my train of thought. I'll, I'll get. I was gonna say first off, I'm gonna be yeah. the relationship cringe and be like, ew. <laughs> you, but, you can be by yourself with that one, Pam. What's that? I'm like, you can be by yourself being the relationship cringe. <laughs> um, but okay, if this solely based, I'm gonna two ratings here, solely on nostalgia. I'm going to give it a Northeast, but that's solely based on nostalgia. Critically, I'm just going to give it the center of the ocean, go completely neutral on it. Um, but, I mean, it did have its problems. I still enjoyed the movie, though. Um, but, yeah. Pam, you might make me... I might have to call you out on this. So you're giving this the middle of the ocean. Yeah. But you gave the old guard a southwest. I'm just no, I'm just I gave, I gave you the, know. I know I gave the old guard neutral too. Neutral, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. no, I gave the old guard okay. neutral. Because I'm like, bruh, <laughs> bruh. I'm yeah, sorry. no, I gave it neutral. It wasn't calling Pam out. You know, give me a second. I have to stand and start like, I'm just. Man. I was just checking just to make sure because I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I gave I gave old guard a neutral. <laughs> okay. Hold up, hold up. Um, I'm, I'm I'm stretching like I'm about to fight somebody. I am. I am. I'm really about to fight Pamela. Pam. Those high kicks ready. (laughs) You didn't like. You didn't like Kubo in the two strings. No, I didn't. Oh, (laughs) but you like this. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that too. (laughs) No, I would much rather watch Ferngali over that. (laughs) Kubo was objectively better. I'm just saying this is on personal, but these are all personal opinions. So you know what? Fuck yeah. all y'all. <laughs> oh my god. Here's that was actually hilarious. <gasps> these are all personal opinions. So fuck all y'all. Especially <laughs> Rocket over there. <laughs> Uchi, you need to do your whole thing about how it's all opinions, but yours is right. Always <laughs> <laughs> remember. My opinion oh, is right. You can have I a different totally, opinion, but it's wrong. I totally <laughs> forgot about that too, because I'm like, at least Kubo had a plot. Like I'm trying to remember. Like I said, <laughs> had an interesting plot. Oh my god! Are you, are you gonna shut the fuck up and let me finish my goddamn final thought? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Go for it. Anyways, so yeah, like there was some character problems. I really liked the music. I liked the um, Texas. But I mean, and but I'm also coming at this as like if you, this was my first viewing of it and not my like probably 25th, I would probably have way more issues with it than I do, and it's solely probably nostalgia. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I really have to say about that. So yeah, that's the best yeah. part. Loki, I was like, one fucking day shut up, Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Pam's going to curse me out today's episode. I know it. <laughs> You did. You did say yesterday. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't cuss anyone out on their shitty ass reviews, but I get cussed out. <laughs> really? <laughs> 
Well, because I I don't know. Well, yes. to me, wait. I don't. I don't. Wait. Wait. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, Pam. I hey Uchi. Yeah. I bought you fucking Starbucks. Oh you my did. god. <laughs> you can't say anything. Oh god. See, I'm the goddamn just... Starbucks fairy. Oh shut up. Because <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like. With like with Uchi, I'm not even like my Uchi's case is that my case is just more like I. It made me think back to the movies that like we didn't like compared to this, and I'm just like, huh, you know. So I don't know. That's just me. I'm just. It's like, so it's so weird how I can be. I like actually thinking about that. It is weird how I can be like I fucking hated Kubo in this one. I'm like I didn't mind it, but I, I mean, think it's also a nostalgia thing though too. I guess we can also yes. share this since like we're also sharing about oh, crossing also, out. You, wait, you wait. talked about the Sam. narration thing in the beginning too. Sam. This movie did that as well and it was horrible. Yes. Sam. Anyway, Sam. Yes. I guess if we're sharing moments where we've been annoyed at other hosts. Pam, do you remember when we were doing uh, Five Feet Apart? Vaguely. Yeah. Do you remember how I said I didn't mind this movie and Sam was getting annoyed at my opinion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like, I don't care. It's just like a whatever movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I find it how funny how like this the podcast just divulges into us yelling at each other. <laughs> I don't have strong opinions on this movie one way or another. I'm just kind of like disappointed. I had to waste time and watch yeah. it. <laughs> um. So, any recommendations, plugs? Um. Well, you can find us. On Instagram at Northern Critic UMFM. Oh shit! <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh okay, God. I think all of our brains are not operational today. Sorry, I've right. had like five and a bit hours of sleep. I'm sorry. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Northern underscore Critic. Yes, and we do have a website as well, which is www.northerncritic.com, where you can find a full gallery of all the movies we've reviewed. Um, yes, unfortunately, Fern Gully will be up there. Um, <laughs> I mean, what a tragedy! What you know? If we have to say it, yes, Drive is also up there. Yeah, you yeah, know what? Exactly. You're saying that, but the people listening in are probably like, "Fuck you!" Drive was a good movie. And so, do you know? Again, to, do you have to, do you know to, wait, wait, Sam. Do you know what I have to say to them? What? I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, you again, exactly. you can say that. I don't care. But, Unlike Fern Gully, Drive has a full I hive. The only thing has Drive a full hive had behind that made it. it decent so. was that it had Ryan Gosling. Other than that, it was a piece of trash. Next. Oh nah, that is... You know what? Next. You know Keep what? going. Let's just before, continue before with our fucking recommendations. Before you get us canceled. <laughs> Dude, we got canceled when we said Beyonce wasn't a great actress. Before so you get fine. us canceled... There's some things that like we should we should talk about in private before we, we make a statement that, that the podcast has. So um, that is not for, for the drive fans out there. I am with you. I love drive too. So you're fine. Um, but yeah, no. Anyways, uh, you can find all of our films up there. And also we have an online shop now where you can get cool merch. Get yourself a hoodie. Get yourself a sweatshirt or... Um, joggers i guess we have those up too um we have a mug as well for those people who like coffee or tea um hashtag tea is better but um hashtag no <laughs> uh yeah from the uh north american but <laughs> anyways uh, go check those out we have some pretty cool merch up there too um and yeah pretty much uh i don't know if anyone's making any plugs or any recommendations? Um, nah. I think it's been too short of a time since we last recorded for me to have any recs this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I will go ahead and recommend if you're really into, I don't know, looking for something this weekend that involved uh, involves a thriller or more of like a uh, mind-bending uh, whatever, a mind-game type uh movie i would recommend the imitation game for sure it has um, benedict cumberbatch in it it's basically about him being well his character being a 
uh, mathematician or statistician rather during World War II. Um, and he's trying to decode a German um, code as well as uh, trying to predict where their attacks are going to be like next and stuff like that. Um, it's apparently based off of a true story, but obviously some added flair to make it seem like he was Sherlock Holmes. But mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. It shows you the stress he was going through, how they almost like, you know, took down the department because they thought he was crazy, but then he eventually was right and he helped tip the scales of the war. Once the American movie. Yeah, so I remember that movie. It it's on Netflix movie. right now. So uh go check it out if you haven't seen it. It's a great watch. So yeah. Oh, that's the one about Alan Turing, right? Yeah. Yes. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna make a recommendation. It's a little bit of an older movie, so ninety percent of people have probably seen it already. Mm. Um Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. I watched it this week and I shit on it way too prematurely and I fully enjoyed it um, after watching it. So yeah, anyways, if you're a Jurassic Park fan, go watch it. Yeah, or sorry, right. Jurassic, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. <laughs> Oops. That's <laughs> a slip. Yeah. Sleep is getting to all of us now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that'll be it for this week. Um, and next week we will be doing Pacific Rim. I believe. Yes, I, I believe think, so. Yeah. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it's right. and it's something new does come out yeah. between that time period. But who knows? We'll see. More direct yeah. than Netflix. S subject movies. subject to change. <laughs> to all be right. decided. To be T B D. Um, all right, cool. Um, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.